fear of imperfection and find true healing through the practice of vulnerability. Hi, and welcome to Naked and Known. It has been a little while, so the episode that you heard the last time uh, with Robbie and I was a little while ago. So Jassy and I have had quite a break and a lot has happened <laughs> um, that we're going to kind of dive into. Um, and I know everybody has gone through a lot with with this quarantine and 2020 has been just insane for everybody. But uh, yeah, we kind of just wanted to like start with where where we were like the last time we recorded and yeah. now, which has almost been like five months. It's so crazy. I know. Sorry, everybody. I know you've just been waiting for that <laughs> next episode every Friday yeah, to come I out. Know. And I know. Not come. Um, just disappointed all of our so listeners. So disappointed much. myself. Um, yeah, but I mean, it has been a crazy time and I know it's been crazy for everybody. I don't even know. I mean, people with kids, I don't know if they're listening to that many podcasts still, but maybe some kids are going back to school and stuff now. Oh, yeah, that wasn't. That's but. Another. Zoom <laughs> or no, it's not Zoom. E, e learning, yeah, e-learning. or remote learning or distance learning. I don't oh know. There's God. all the all the names for There's it. So many things. But I will say, just like re-listening to that episode that we had recorded a while back of you mm-hmm. and Robbie, it was so good. I it mean, was good. it was so good. I feel like I just loved hearing your story again, like a f- with fresh ears and not having just mm-hmm. recorded it. So. It's such a beautiful story. Anyways, I was laughing and crying and weren't yeah. you saying when you listened to it, you were like laughing with yourself? Yeah. We <laughs> laughed at all the same we were, spots. We were listening to it on our way to meet you guys in Chicago. And like, I was like, oh my gosh. And I started laughing like at parts where I'm laughing in the episode. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm laughing with myself. <laughs> and Robbie's like, myself thinks I'm yeah, funny. I know. I was like, well, I guess I think I'm funny. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're consistent. That's all. I'm consistent. I love but it. no, it was it was cool to hear that and like how far we've come. And guess next week, yeah, Tuesday, is our eighth anniversary. Wedding oh anniversary. Oh my goodness. So that's crazy. Right. I know. I know. So anyways, um, we'll be cel- celebrating that kind of sort of. I mean, probably dinner or something. <laughs> Nothing extravagant this year, but um, no, that was that was nice to get that out. I'm, I know Robbie, you know, he's like, it's very vulnerable. He's like, oh, yeah. this, uh, I'm sharing something that's really, you know, oh, so I'm really goodness. proud of him. And, and I know he'll get a lot of good feedback from people that mm-hmm. just have supported us through it all. So. And his, I mean, just hearing his process, I feel like, and I know... It's such a hard thing to share, obviously. Right. But hearing his process and what he's done with it is just amazing to me. Like, I think it's so honorable. Yeah. And I just respect him, like, even more just, like, hearing it from his perspective, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah. You know what? I was telling um, our counselor yesterday, I was like, as time goes on, I'm starting to realize, like, because because of that season, like, Robbie— he actually found true brokenness, like mm-hmm. face on the floor brokenness. He is able to look, he's always, he's kind of natural for him to look at life in a positive way, but he's also like, so has so much empathy for people mm-hmm. and so much like, like he's just, he feels what people feel. And I really do. It's a part of who he is, but I think because he's gone there and himself, mm-hmm. 
And I told Lori yesterday, I was like, I just, as much as I like am hard on him, I wish I had more of that. And Mm. it's almost like we all reach parts of brokenness, but I don't know. It's a, it's a good quality. And I think Mm -hmm. that's been a big part of his like shaping and growing is, is that, and just having like the softness towards people, no matter Mm. what they tell him, Mm -hmm. his first response is like, Oh my word, that's so hard. Mm-hmm. He's not like judging them. Right. And my first reaction is like, why they do that? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and it's like, oh wow. Well, Cause yeah. he's been, you know, it's these- a humble posture, you yeah. know, that he yeah. takes in response to people. That's really that's a good cool. way. And that's I like, like I feel like humility usually comes from going through something yeah. really hard, you know? Totally. So, humility. So tell me I want to hear actually about the you were saying stuff about counseling. Oh, How was your session? My session was, was so good. We've been working just like, so to back up a little bit, mm-hmm. Robbie and I, um, after our IVF loss in March, um, Jazzy and I are trying to remember if, <laughs> if I actually mentioned it in the last episode because I actually don't remember. <laughs> but Robbie and I got a positive pregnancy test in mm-hmm. March. So just to go over that briefly, cause I don't mm-hmm. remember again. Um, we <laughs> got a positive on a Friday and then by Monday it was negative. So it was really hard mm-hmm. on us. And we decided we were going to take a break. Like my mm-hmm. body, I was on IVF treatment from September to March. Mm-hmm. Every single month we were doing some, something, egg retrieval, transfer, whatever. And, um, my body just needed a break. And after that, that was like huge, like hard trial again that we went through. Um, and so we we kind of said like, if this doesn't work out, we've always wanted to make a move um, to Colorado. Um, so we've just always thought about it. And uh, we've just always wanted to be like closer to nature and stuff. So we, we started talking about it and... Um, ended up being like, you know what? We're just going to try this whole thing, like putting our house up on the market. And that takes a lot of time. Like we, our goal was like June, then it was July. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it just I cannot imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been a, a lot of like, um, but it's brought out a lot of mm-hmm. like Robbie and I, I've realized like through counseling, like we both want the same thing. We both desire this um there's no reason except we've just always wanted to try it and the hardest thing is leaving our people mm-hmm. so um that's really it's not anything but that like mm-hmm. so um anyways it's brought out a lot in us like how we like his idea is like we're just going to like pack up the house and get it ready and get it nice. And I'm like, no, we have to do this, this, this. I'm We're just wired so differently, but we want the same outcome. Mm-hmm. We got our house ready for photos. And it was like this just, 
we were, I mean, literally like the last minute before the photographers are there, Robbie's, <laughs> we have a camper and we're like rolling the camper <laughs> down the driveway, putting it in our <laughs> sweet neighbor Susie's driveway. <laughs> and it still ended up in the photo because, oh my gosh. because they took a picture of the house and you can see <laughs> the camper in the, in the like corner and Robbie's like, oh my goodness, it's still ended up in the photo. <laughs> Tried. Um, it's like an old camper. I don't know. It's from the like so 70s. So retro. It's so cool. so retro. And everybody wants to buy it from us. And we're like, yeah, no. Didn't it- one of your people want like put an offer for the camper or oh, something? Oh, like all of his family members <laughs> want to buy it, which. Oh, I thought someone who like looked at your house. Oh, no, the the guy the guy that we went to the junkyard to, not in the junkyard, but <laughs> it's like a place that people store campers. Okay, yeah. But it's kind of a crusher. I don't oh, know. Okay. It's called the crusher. And okay. <laughs> he wanted to buy it off Robbie. And Robbie's like, no, this is yeah. like been passed down from like his grandma yeah. to his uncle. Then, he, yeah. So it's always going to be in the family. But um, anyways, it needed to get out of our driveway because it's been sitting there for years. <laughs> so like we're getting ready for like the last minute for the photographers to come. Robbie's just like dripping sweat. <laughs> and... You know, it's just it's just one of those moments where it's just insane. We he gets in the car and I was like, just take a deep breath. Like we just need to like <laughs> let it let that out. Even a, a scream, a yell, whatever. And um it was nice. We just like we felt very accomplished. Like mm. we did it, you know, we mm-hmm. we got it ready. And um Mike, our awesome realtor, and uh he came and he was like really proud of us. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm really impressed. So that was good to hear. And you can put his info on the yeah, show notes. There's if you're, <laughs> if you're a realtor, if you're selling your house or buying a house, Mike Thornton is an awesome realtor. Here, there's a little plug there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're gonna have to tell. I know you keep getting sidetracked. I know. <laughs> I like, so much to talk. There's so much going on. <laughs> but you are gonna have to talk about when you first left the house with the animals. <laughs> Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have, yeah, I actually should post a photo on Naked and Own of, oh my word. Okay. So that was this week, though. Uh, Back up. So Robbie and I get in this, well, I'll tell that story first because it's funny. So Robbie and I, so Tuesday, our house went on the market. And um, just this past Tuesday. Just this past Tuesday, which that won't mean anything to them. I know. This just is out. Don't worry about dates. <laughs> just forget dates. Don't know. Nobody <laughs> needs to worry. Um, hopefully, by the time it airs, our house is old. Yes, it's all old. <laughs> Who knows? Robbie and I, he, he, where, where was he? Oh, he's getting, we have two vehicles. So he's got the truck. And, oh, mind you, he's, having to pull the camper out again because (laughs) the first time we just moved it like Mm -hmm. to our neighbor's driveway. The second time we actually found a place to store it. So Robbie's got the truck and then I, we have... See, does he pull the camper? Does the camper have a... Does it drive? No, no, it's a pull camper. Yeah. Okay. And then that's another dilemma because we have an old truck and Mm -hmm. Robbie's trying Mm -hmm. to back it up. And and like at the last minute, I'm like, left, left. And he's like, you are terrible at this. (laughs) And I'm like, I'm sorry. I can't tell if it's lined up or not. That's hard when you're towing something, right? I mean, and you you have like, if anybody's seen a hitch, you got to get it like the camper's up here and then the hitch has to go underneath perfectly. Uh Mm -hmm. You can't like pick up the camper and move it over the, you know, it's like, Mm -hmm. 
this is all really stressful stuff. So anyways, and you're, you know, just, oh yeah, by the way, there's some stranger coming to look at your house in Mm -hmm. 20 minutes. So you better line it up quick. And so anyways, finally I direct him correctly. And, um, I, so we have three animals. We have Lila, Wally, and Merle, our cat. So (laughs) The two dogs. One it day. ends up, and oh, by the way, I decided that this week I would just do crock pot dinners because mm-hmm. we didn't want to like use the stove and the oven and make mm-hmm. it all dirty. And it's a good idea. Yeah. So, but then I realized I made a very garlicky smelling dinner <laughs> that I didn't want people <laughs> to smell, <laughs> you know, when they come in. It's just like, yeah, you can't cover know. that up, though. I know. <laughs> I don't know how that felt to them when they came in. So then I'm like, oh, shoot, I got to get this crock pot out of uh-huh. the house. <laughs> so I got Lila and Wally. Wally's huge now. He's a he's a great Pyrenees puppy. But he's like eight months old now, but he's probably like 80 pounds already. He, they're in the back. And then Merle, I'm like, well, Robbie, let's just put Merle in the garage. Like, he'll be fine. And he's like, no, they're going to open the garage and all of a sudden it's going to be like, you know, like a cat flies out. And so I'm like, oh, shoot. And maybe scratches them. Yeah. And <laughs> we don't have a cat like crate. We have never yeah. had a cat okay. crate ever. Okay. You know, when we got him, he was a kitten. We put him in a yeah. towel, whatever. So I'm like, okay. So I find a really tall tote um, or tub, some people called it. Um, who was it that hated that I called it? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> somebody didn't like that I called it that. But Oh, Jordy. Jordy. <laughs> and so anyways, I call it a tote. It's a tall one. So you put a cat in it or we put a cat in it. And what is it exactly? It's just a tub, like like, uh, like a storage like a tub. Lot, like a, oh, storage tub. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Storage t- bin. Tub. What yeah. did you call like it? Bin? What do you call it? I don't know. I'd have to see the picture again. I'm not well, sure what it is. It's like one of those, like the exercise things are, but yeah. Yeah. yeah but I'd call it a storage bin. Okay. I, I don't know why or we a tub. call it tub. I think tub. Oh, you call it a tote? A tote. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have I known what know it was. Where but. that came from. And maybe Robbie says it now because I said it. an Indiana it. thing. Maybe my mom taught. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to ask her. But I, we were. It probably using, is a word you can use for, yeah, for that. Yeah. Jordy was like, what are you calling it? <laughs> I'm like, a tote. Anyways, we put Merle in the tote and. It's a deep one, so he couldn't, like, hop out. And so I'm realizing, I mean, again, you're just, like, stripping sweat. You're just, everything's in the car. It's just insane. And Merle's, like, making this horrible sound that, like, he never even makes sounds. And I've, so then Robbie, Robbie's at the crusher dropping off the, <laughs> the camper. And so I just pulled in because I was like, I don't, I just want to sit. I don't even want to do anything. I just realized at that point, I'm like, I have a crock pot of pork in the front seat. I got a cat in behind me and two dogs <laughs> stuffed in the trunk. And I'm just like, what is going on here? I We are so hillbilly. <laughs> it was just like the whole car smelled like garlic pork. <laughs> it was, it was just, a, it she was, was so sending funny. me pictures and I was like dying laughing. <laughs> Like I sent, and then like I sent them to my mom, and she's like wasn't even surprised. 
like looks about right <laughs> I'm like well we were trying to get every and it's like yeah. at the last minute you throw everything yeah. in the car yeah. or the garage I guess because yeah. you don't want them to see it and <laughs> and so then it's yeah. so hard to like hide your stuff when you still live there you know I mean yeah you haven't moved out I mean I'm sure, I, I guess some people maybe move first but most people yeah rich people I guess <laughs> Who can buy two houses at once or something. Or move for jobs or yeah, something. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So those people. But that's not us. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, and then Robbie and I were like, how in the world would anybody do this with children? Like, mm-hmm. that's, Mike was telling us his story. He's like, no, we we were like, there's no way we're going to do this for for a month or something. They mm-hmm. have four boys. So anyways, <laughs> I was just like, this is just insane. But- that really was um, the just the chaos of moving. Well, <laughs> showing a little I guess. snippet. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, Robbie and I back to that. I feel like I'm talking so much. I want you to. Um, <laughs> I am talking the whole time. <laughs> I'll talk. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Because wait for it, guys. Jazzy has quite a story. What's happening <laughs> happened on August 10th. That was. <laughs> The day of doom for her. The day of doom. <laughs> um, okay. So, Robbie and I get in this argument Saturday night because the day after photos, we still have a laundry list of things we got to mm. get done to actually, like, make the house active. You know, we had a few things that were like, this has got to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So, we have this argument about he wants to go watch a football game the next day. And I'm like, I need your help. Um, And all these... All this stuff came out, and I realized in the middle of it, like, I felt that the reason why I don't want to go to somebody's house or go see friends right now was because I realized, like, I want to avoid feeling, Mm. and I don't want to feel sadness. I don't want to feel like, like I have to say goodbye to anybody. This process has been, like, it's starting to get a little emotional and I haven't been feeling that way yet. I've been like pushing off my feelings. And so hmm. I just realized like that something emotionally has been shut off for years. And Robbie and I have kind of talked about in the last four years, I've become really cynical and hard hearted. Mm-hmm. And um, that kind of ties in with like our story. But also, again, there's so much beyond like, even the last four years of what makes and shapes you to who you are now. But um, I just realized that I, when I don't want to feel an emotion, Mm -hmm. I make myself really busy. Hmm. And so the house is almost like um, the shop, you know, opening the shop was like, that was another emotional thing. Like I distracted myself from mm. whatever I was going through then. And now it's the house. And there's this like obsession with like making it perfect and making mm. sure like everything's fixed and ready to go. And and Robbie has it like he has to have these breaks of like I don't mm. want to spend every waking moment, you know, working on the house. And just like – it's like a light bulb just came on for me, like mm-hmm. about how I'm actually like really disconnected from my feelings and how mm-hmm. like when, okay. So for example, Robbie will talk about his childhood 
in this magical way. It's super mm. colorful, super bright. And his high school, I mean, he's still friends with all of his high school friends. It's just mm. very rare. I mean, mm-hmm. well, you have that too. But so, like, yeah. I don't have that. I mean, yeah, there's moments of my childhood I look back and I'm like, that was really great. But there was a lot of pain also in my childhood. Mm. And so I don't actually always want to go there because it starts mm-hmm. to like stir up. And so for him, he gets like adrenaline from it. It's mm-hmm. very exciting for me when I think about like, okay, say we go to our friend's house and being there makes me feel sad because mm-hmm. soon it could mean that I don't get to go to that friend's house anymore. And because of distance or whatever. And I don't want to feel that way. So mm-hmm. for him, it's like he pushes into it because like mm-hmm. he want, he likes to feel that nostalgia and that excitement. I am like, no, no, no. That like, mm-hmm. that makes me spiral into like a, a sadness that I don't know how long I'll be sad for mm. because of that. And so mm. just talking with Lori about that and how like, just like she like gave me, she said, you know, do things. Um, I have to think about how she said it because it was so good. But <laughs> do things that like, like if you want to work on the house, work on the house. But if you're working on the house to avoid mm-hmm. like feeling, then that's where like, because once you're there, you're happy you're there, mm-hmm. you know, and just being honest with those feelings. And, but then it just kind of opened up this whole nother thing with, with like just life in general, like just, mm-hmm. um, realizing how much I avoid through busyness with like people. And so, um, I don't know, it was just like really good. Mm -hmm. And I also like opening up to Robbie about it and kind of painting that picture of like your nostalgia, like you have a very unique childhood. Like he just remembers it being like magical. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't always want to go there. Like, because not that my childhood was super bad. It's just, it's very different from, from mm-hmm. his. And there's a, also other stuff with that. But anyways, it was just a really cool thing. And I feel like it's actually like, I mean, we just had the session yesterday, but it's actually allowing me to like appreciate Robbie differently than Mm. I have because lately it's been like everyone loves Robbie Robbie's the fun guy Mm. he walks into a room and everyone's like "Ah, Robbie's here you know and it's like I'm kind of like I'm burnt out I don't want to be social so I'll skip events with him and Mm. and everyone's like well where's Tia and it's like I just am socially exhausted or something Mm. and I just and it, it's almost been like this hindrance in our relationship where it's like he, he'll even say like, Tia, it's like you don't like that part of me, but I love that part of him. Mm. Like there was a, you know, a weekend where he was away and I went to an event and I was like, I realize you're like my social comfort a mm. lot of the time. For sure. And I mean, he's, I'm extroverted, but he's like extreme extrovert. Mm-hmm. I'll like put it, put on my party face, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm like really pumped yeah. to have a party. <laughs> but um, it's really like made me value him differently and not like, like appreciate him without feeling resentment mm-hmm. almost. And so mm-hmm. um, it's good. I don't know. Just like having these conversations with him has been really helpful. And like, I think it's just opening up like a, another level of depth with, 
with him and which is exciting. I love that. Yeah. Cause this has been, I mean, it's not something that just popped up with like thinking about getting your house ready and everything. I mean, no, this has been for all the years, right? Yeah. That it's been kind of this like tug of war with like the time and the socializing and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or projects and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, I never realized like something happened because I, I was talking to the my counselor about it and she, I'm like, something had to have happened for my feeling, like for me to be, af- I'm afraid to feel, like mm-hmm. I'm afraid to, um, you know, have those mm-hmm. those like sad feelings, even happy feelings. Like I'm just, I'm scared to go there and mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know, still, mm-hmm. still figuring this one out. But yeah, um, our friend Jordy, she kind of, I was expressing it to her and she was like, it's kind of like how, this was like a perfect example. So she's like, it's kind of how like Robbie and I could watch A Star is Born multiple times. Mm-hmm. And have you seen that? <laughs> I haven't because I heard it's too sad. <laughs> exactly. And so she's like, I and don't how, really watch sad things. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you and Jack could not watch. Like I watched yeah. it one time and yeah. I was so pissed. Totally. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, no. And I'm so sorry for anyone who hasn't seen it, but it's sad. Yeah. And I don't like, I don't like the emotion of sad because I yeah. feel like, will it last forever? And that's that's what I'm afraid mm-hmm. of. Like, how long will I be sad? And then because I'm married to somebody who's super positive and like, oh, I'll bring him down too. And mm-hmm. so I'm like scared to feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and anyways, so I like, I don't want that emotion. And yeah. it was almost like this permission of like, be sad for mm-hmm. the time you're sad. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not going to last forever. No. You know? Yeah. And I don't know. So, and otherwise, it's like, where does it go? You know? Because, I mean, it comes out one way or another. Yeah. So, if not sad, like, maybe it comes out in anger or something. You know, yeah. like, some somewhere it'll come out. Or you'll mm-hmm. you'll be, like, swallowing it somehow. Yeah. And then it's it's creating something like inside of you that yeah. you don't want, you know, yeah. of like bitterness or what. I don't know. I don't know how it would yeah. happen for you, but right. I feel like you have to, like you have to let, let that out sometimes yeah. without fear of like the consequences mm-hmm. or, or yeah, what it will mean for the future. Will this be forever or whatever? Um, and like, it's almost like you could be like missing some of that experience, you know, of like, if you, you know, end up moving away and like you then process it or it hits you later, you've like kind of missed what could have been the processing during like the active part of it while you're going through it, you know? Okay. That was a, that was a point because in my previous, okay, I've only, I feel like there's three sections of my life Mm -hmm. so far. There's like, (laughs) My youth, Mm -hmm. like youth to high school, which high school ended very awful for me. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, college. Mm -hmm. And then when I I knew I was going to get married, like right after college, I I distanced myself from my roommates Mm -hmm. and started to like be like, oh, I don't want to feel this goodbye. And like, Mm -hmm. we've been so close for four years, but all of a sudden I'm getting married, you know, like this Mm -hmm. just like back away. And so I've, I've realized that I'm starting to do this like squirmy, like, I don't want to like talk about it a lot because like this is really making me uncomfortable and I don't mm-hmm. want to feel. And 
and I've, I'm seeing that in myself. And what I wanted to talk t- to her about was like, how do I stop myself from doing this? Because these people are my people and I'm going to mm-hmm. like, no matter where we live, we're going to grow old together. Like mm-hmm. I just, for me, it's like, these are the people that have made and shaped us like our, the last like eight, I don't know, years or so. Mm-hmm. And I just don't want to, I don't want to leave like that, but I just feel this like anxiousness mm-hmm. coming on. And I realize it's not, it's not just the move. It's just like an example, but I'm, I'm realizing this in myself. Like when I start to feel like things might be uncomfortable for me or hard for me, I just tend to like back off. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just seeing this in myself and I, I don't want it because I want to like embrace it, mm-hmm. embrace the time and 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 the people and I don't want to like leave things I don't know so mm-hmm. it's just some something I'm personally yeah. like working through and and realizing like I do it with Robbie and so I'm seeing it mm-hmm. in that way like I don't have this freedom to like stop and be present with him mm. he's very good at like just embracing the moment and like being present and having fun. And I just feel like the older I'm getting, the more I'm like such a mm. rule follower. I don't know. Mm. Like things have to be, you know, perfectly lined up. And mm-hmm. and I just feel like my zeal and my excitement and wonder of life is kind of fading. Mm. And it's like, uh, I'm only 30. <laughs> so, <laughs> Not going to throw in the towel yet. I know. Well, I think it's still self-protective for you, though. I mean, don't you think? Like, you're you're trying to control so that you don't have to go through, like, the uncomfortable Mm -hmm. things of of the process, you know? Which, But I think it's awesome, like you said, that you're married to someone who, like, can't avoid. Mm -hmm. He wants to feel all the feels with it, you know? So then it's like, there's some balance, you know? Because you're like, okay, let's keep it together here. We still got projects to do. And then he's like, well, we need to, like, have some memory make some memories together while we're here mm-hmm. and see these people or whatever yeah. which is good for you you know it is it is good and that's why I feel like I'm starting to like value that part of him that mm-hmm. I feel like I've the last four years I've actually like tried to almost quench because mm-hmm. I I was almost like well that's the part that like cheated on me or mm-hmm. that's that's like the part of him that could have like could go off and do whatever he wants. And so there's this fear of almost Robbie's Mm -hmm. personality. Hmm. And it's like something happened this week where it was like, I, I, this is why I fell in love with you is these qualities you have, this wonder, this joy for life, this like child, like he looks at life like a Mm child, not like this, like a boy. He's just like, if you know Robbie, you just, you, everybody has a good time. Like, (laughs) and so I just think that, like there's this part of him that's always been scary. And now it's like, I'm starting to like, just mm-hmm. admire him and almost be like, I I want that too. Mm-hmm. Like I want that because I feel like I'm actually more like that, but because of life, you just yeah. become a little more cynical and hard and all this stuff. So just kind of a cool little mm-hmm. breakthrough. Can't Love say that. I'm like perfect permanently changed or anything yeah. but like <laughs> I'm seeing things yeah, in a different like progress life. and yeah. that's the thing I feel like like to your point about being 30 or whatever it's mm-hmm. like 
I feel like a lot of people do kind of throw in the towel, like no yeah. joke and are just like, this is how I am. And I just don't really see like how this thing could change or whatever. And I think it's really, um, it's something I admire about you that you are like working through these things and you're willing yeah. to like put the work in when it's like, it would be easier to just be like, this is the way that I am. And I, I've lived life fine so mm-hmm. far. I can make, you know, cause yeah. you can, you can kind of push through and just be like, I don't know. I don't want to think about that right yeah. now. And but well, maybe you can't because you're, <laughs> you can't turn that one thing off in your brain. That's, that's also what I have against me. <laughs> so, no, but I think I do admire it. I think it's really, yeah. it's really good. And it's cool that you're sharing with people, you know, like yeah. something personal that you're literally like walking through and, yeah, and processing um, right now. As I'm saying it, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> It's a little fresh. You know what? Put it out fresh, the- guys. Just, just yesterday. It's yesterday. <laughs> so don't hold her to anything, okay? If she avoids you. So when you see me the next still time, on it. I'm not happy. <laughs> she doesn't want to socialize with you or she's... I still have my like, like yesterday. Again, had another showing. So all, all the animals wound up in the shop with me. Did I tell you that? <laughs> you sent me a picture. Oh, oh Merle was like behind that old bank. Yeah. Uh, what is it called? It's like a safe. A yeah. Sa- yeah, that big it's like, like a bank safe. Big, huge safe door. Yeah, I was like, dude, he kept running around. <laughs> so I was like, I'm, I'm putting you in the safe. <laughs> and yeah, anyway, so I was just like. That's how I feel about Violet right about now. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm gonna, I need to put you somewhere. I'm to shut these titanium right doors on you. <laughs> Anyways, I just was like, this is crazy. I'm like, thank God I actually have this shop to to put them in, but yeah, it was just me sure. in there. Down the street, I mean. Yeah, I didn't have students else. in there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> you, the animals, <laughs> and your students. <laughs> oh, my word. It was it was just, so it was insane. Yeah, anyway, so, um, yeah. So, the rest of your summer, I just, I know you feel like you've been talking. I but know, I have, We have Joss. so many things. There's so, so much. So, I need to hear <laughs> from the horse's mouth, <laughs> what is it like to have... COVID-19. The (laughs) COVID-19? So, (laughs) Robbie and I got COVID (laughs) along with, and we are, we're clear. (laughs) They're in the clear. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in the same room as her. Yeah. I mean, we were like quiet about it because you feel like you have the plague, you know, like no, obviously no one wants to see. We had people like like it's like a us. shame. Like you feel oh, shamed you feel about dirty. it. Shameful. You feel like you have it. lies. Like yeah. like kids <laughs> at school with lies. You know. Like, oh yeah. So yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you feel like a dirty person. Uh-huh. Anyways, uh-huh. we got it, and uh, <laughs> actually, like thirteen members of his family got it because uh-huh. we were all together at a camp, and it did get a little little worrisome for his grandparents. Mm-hmm. They they got it, and. I mean, literally, there was like thirteen of us. It was it was bad. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, his grand everybody's okay though. Like by the way, so uh, everybody's is back to normal. I think for the most part, his mom took a long time to get her to her taste back. Mm. Taste the oh, smell, back. Wow. but it did come back. I actually I haven't asked her. <laughs> you know what? We'll make a we'll put out a you call. know fact check. <laughs> Fact check. Fact check. <laughs> uh, Mama Robin, did you get your sense and smell back? <laughs> that smell, is a whatever. thing though, because I, 
I've heard just like at work, someone had mentioned that like, it's unclear. Some people lose their taste forever. And I'm like, first of all, we don't know if it's forever because it's still, this is a new thing, you know? So like it could, it could take six months to a year and maybe Mm -hmm. it gets better. You're like, we don't know yet. Yeah. So you can't really say that. But also it's like, I guess it's taking a long time for certain people. I think it really does affect your immune system though, like energy wise. Mm -hmm. And so, okay. So what happened was we, we were at, um, you know, a family, I won't, explain all the the details, but we were with our family. And um, anyways, literally the day everybody got home the day after first symptoms were coming on. So I, I would guess like within 48 hours, all of us were pretty sick. Hmm. So from like first contact, I would mm-hmm. guess, um, at least we were all like heading home. But Um, his grandma was the first one to like really show signs. And by Sunday, Robbie was showing signs and I was like, totally in denial. This is not happening. There's no way. Mm -hmm. Um, like to be honest, it's not, you were supposed to have your egg retrieval, right? I was start or something or I was starting IVF treatment. Mm -hmm. That Monday we got back. Wow. So we got back on a Friday and by Monday, Mm-hmm. I was going into my first doctor's appointment to start an egg retrieval. So anyways. So there's a lot of like build up to that, you know, and you yeah. were thinking about it, obviously planning for it, setting the dates and all that stuff. And emotionally, like, well, yeah. because. Well, and you're taking the break, you know, like yeah. you said it before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So from March to August, I've mm-hmm. had no treatment at that point. You know, it takes a few days to get the test back or whatever. So his grandma went in because at that point. Grandma was sick, grandpa was sick, aunts and uncles, cousins were like, oh no, this is like an mm-hmm. outburst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and before that, I have known not a soul that has mm-hmm. gotten COVID. Mm-hmm. So, not that I don't think it was happening, but I was just like, I don't know anybody. And so we, I mean, I don't know, there's different strands they say, but our family got a strong strand. And mm-hmm. so, Sunday, he had the first symptoms, and I honestly didn't feel anything till Wednesday, the Wednesday after. And mine kind of started with a migraine. His was more like aches and chills, like a like a typical cold, like a sinus infection almost. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of how it began. But then it just like typically with any kind of, I don't get the flu. Like mm-hmm. I've never gotten the flu. Actually, I've gotten sinus infections, and so you know you feel a little bit of like the aches and chills kind of thing. But this was like, it's not going away. And usually in like two days, you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm feeling a little mm-hmm. bit better. Or, um, I've never had any kind of sickness last for longer than like three days. Mm-hmm. You know, this was getting worse each day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> each day. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, Robbie's like, my skin hurts, my you know, everything just hurts. Like your upper back, my upper back hurt. And we realized later, like, because his, his grandparents ended up going into the hospital for almost not maybe nine, eight or nine days. They, they were never on ventilators, but they had, they were given a lot of oxygen and his grandpa, um, was, had like double pneumonia in both his lungs. And so, um, it was really scary for them, but we learned a lot because their doctor was so amazing and would have these conference calls with them like every mm. day. And his aunt would record them for us just oh, to that's like. That's cool. Yeah, it was actually really nice. Um, 
And for this doctor to like do that with them, mm-hmm. they ended up, there's like so the notebook couple. Mm. They ended up being in the same room together. They oh, did. So cute. Oh, they let them. It's so sweet. I know. I was just like, they're just, it, it was sad because I mean, we were so worried. I mean, like two days before, we were just playing hands and feet cards yeah. with them. Like, it's yeah. just. His grandparents are incredible people. They're super active. They're young grandparents. And I just was like, no, this is not their time. Like, I mean, we were we were very scared. I mean, with other, you know, the el- mm-hmm. the older population or whatever. The weirdest thing was the the dizziness kicked in like day five, six mm. or so. And it's like you couldn't be up for like more than like five minutes without feeling like the room was spinning or and what we found out was like it's a lack of oxygen you yeah. know going yeah going to your that place. makes sense yeah probably should have had like a pulse ox to like check your oxygen level yeah and Robbie went to the emergency room yeah. once and his was okay right well the doctor practically laughed at him he's like oh. dude your oxygen's <laughs> 99 oh. <laughs> so, you're fine Robbie had a panic attack <laughs> He's going to be so mad at me. But he did. He, I think he had a panic attack. And so um, that's fine. Whatever. That's why you have insurance, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, it's like, but his, his mom was really bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, she has a blood clotting disorder anyways. And so we were, we were everybody was, you're just a little worried, you know, about everybody. Mm-hmm. So we all pull, pulled through. But I think the weirdest thing was the, the dizziness and mm-hmm. then um, the taste and smell. Like yeah. Robbie was always like two or three days ahead of me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, I know what symptoms are coming. Oh, and like, yeah. And to be honest, like he was still working. And I was like, Robbie, I would, if I had client, <laughs> my students were like, no, we don't want to have class, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Of course. But obviously, you know, his is a little more. yeah. You know, or, yeah, he works remotely. Yeah. yeah, and it's like I would tell everybody to just go away. Oh, totally. You no. Know? Yeah, he didn't even take a day off, did he? No, he didn't oh, take one crazy. day off, and he sat at his computer. I'm like, yeah. I can't even. Yeah, I would try. I would force myself. Like today is the day. I'm going to go to the studio and just like throw mm. on the wheel. I had no strength. You don't feel like yourself, and it's at least two weeks before mm-hmm. you're feeling somewhat normal again, and. So, it do, it does last a little a little bit. So, how long was it total from like when you started symptoms? I think I think it was a full two weeks before okay. we. I That's mean, crazy. by like day eleven was probably the first day we were like up longer than you know a half hour or so. Like oh we would slowly goodness. start to yeah to get around, and it just it felt like it's got to get better, right? You Mm -hmm. know, and then you'd like have this like window of, oh, I have some energy and then boom, you know, you're dizzy again. That that was what was so weird about about it. So I hope nobody gets it because it really is a pain in the butt. But um, (laughs) also I do feel like a lot of people, unless you have a pre-existing like condition, you just kind of have to let it run Mm -hmm. through, like Mm -hmm. run its course, which is really hard. But I mean, my my parents and sister and brother in law they ended up getting it later on. We weren't around them or anything. Yeah. There was, they got it from something else. But 
I mean, my parents, I was really worried about them too. And it was just like, whoa. Yeah, because the baby never got anything, yeah. right? Evelette was fine. And she was like nursing and doing the normal stuff all the time? I think or, so. Yeah. I mean, I guess I haven't really asked I mean, that. That's but, what I would do with the baby. if that, Yeah. But, but it was me. just like, you know, Evelette's, actually, she's going to be one okay. on Monday. Yeah. And um, I'm like, here, she's crawling around. I'm like, how do, yeah. how, how, how do you take she's care fine. of a one-year-old yeah. Like, oh, yeah. when you feel like death is at your door? <laughs> I mean, you just like… But that's no- amazing that babies are just, in general, have been like, okay. I know. Praise, you know, the, praise Lord. the Lord. That yeah. would be terrible. Yeah. We've known a lot of people uh, that have gotten it. And mm-hmm. Mainly our family. Um, <laughs> families. Anyways, glad everybody's out of the woods. Yeah. Hopefully nobody's mad at me for sharing this, but… Uh, no. Yeah, I mean, we're oh. far beyond it, everybody. So, <laughs> so we're all in the clear. <laughs> scared. Um, <laughs> sure. So what would you say? Like, any advice for anybody who's, like, freaked out or or anybody who… Yeah. I think… I don't know. I think Like, what's be- your change in perspective? Maybe not advice, but like, what's your… Do you have… Do you look at anything differently now? Or what do you like… I definitely feel like… I don't… Like, some people make a big stink about the masks. Like, I… Who cares? Like, put them on your face. Sometimes I forget Oh, them. like about not yeah, wanting like, to wear a it's mask? It's like, it's not, it's not hurting you. To, yeah. I mean, maybe it is. I don't know. The whole <laughs> oxygen thing. Bring it in your own. But like, you know, it's just… You're trying to help other people out. People mm-hmm. are trying to help you out. That's all that anybody is is trying to do is make it better. I don't I don't know if masks are making it better. I have no mm-hmm. idea. But I do know that Robbie and I bring hand sanitizer everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it feels like, oh, is everything gross? You know, mm-hmm. I I don't know. But um <laughs> The other thing is I really do think a majority of people will be fine. It's mm-hmm. just like mm-hmm. if you probably, again, have something pre-existing, you should probably stay in mm-hmm. and not avoid people. Like, but I don't think I don't think the world should be shut down. Mm-hmm. I don't. It is a flu. Like mm-hmm. and you fever, you have aches and chills, and honestly, like you just got to lay around for two weeks. I mean, nobody's, I don't know. I just think it's, mm-hmm. you just got to rest. That's yeah. really, that's really what you have to let it run its course out of your mm-hmm. body. Simple as that. Do you feel <laughs> invincible now or do you worry about that Getting you could have it again? Oh yeah. I don't yeah. want to get it again. Like I want to <laughs> do, I actually, I know because oh, the other thing was like, of course they, they were like, no, you can't start IVF now obviously. (laughs) Um, And so I was super bummed, super upset about that and just felt like, okay, I got to mentally exhaust that. But then when I was in the clear, because this is the thing that the health department was confusing about. They said that, you know, you should count 10 days after Mm -hmm. your first symptom. Mm -hmm. And then the doctors were saying, no, people are going back too early. You need to count 10 days after your last symptom. No. And so there was just this like. No, you should be like 24 hours without a fever. Yeah. And your symptoms should be like much improved. You know, like they, um, that's my understanding, but right. 10 day, but at least 10 days from symptom onset. So sometimes yeah. it will go longer and you should wait longer to be around people, you know? I mean, but that's what you did. 
Well, and because that could mean that's a month then. Because if you have, if you have, no, it's not ten days from your last right. symptom. That's, that's what I'm saying. This that yeah. was kind of nutso. But like, really, Robbie and I maybe had a fever in the beginning one day. Like we didn't yeah. really carry right, a fever right, right. the whole time. I think it said. I think what the CDC website said because I think I checked it at some point. Yeah, you were checking you a had lot it. for us. Yeah, um, and it was like ten days from symptom onset and symptoms improved so like getting better it 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 didn't say like resolved right. symptom feeling better like mm-hmm. symptoms are better yeah so I feel like that was you know I yeah. guess that could be kind of a gray area but at the same but definitely like fever free for yeah. 24 hours which is kind of like a standard thing yeah um so I mean I felt comfortable the first time we saw each other you know yeah. I actually felt like well you for sure aren't gonna give me well, like everybody else, you don't know. Right. Well, and we hadn't been around any, obviously we were, we just locked ourselves up yeah, for yeah. literally of course, yeah. a week and a half or so. And I mean, at that point, like, it's like the the taste and smell took a while to come back. Mm-hmm. And then I remember asking, I'm like, does that mean I'm still contagious? Like, is that mm-hmm. like, but I, I just think that was like a, a symptom of, yeah, and it, I think it was like improving at that point. Like it had yeah. most of your symptoms. Mm-hmm. You just were better. You just know when you're better. You know, yeah. I mean, that's how I feel. And at some point you have to come out of yeah. well, following the guidelines, of course, and yeah. all that. But it's like you can't just live in fear of like, but wait, I have this little right. thing still of like, yeah, that seems to be a symptom that just kind of goes on. Well, does not necessarily mean you're contagious, you know, if yeah. you're following all the other guidelines. That could, that actually, that symptom can last for months for people. Like my, one of my nurses, um, she's probably in her 50s or so. And she was like, yeah, I didn't get my taste and smell back for eight weeks. Ugh. So it's like she's not it's contagious horrible. for eight weeks, you know? Yeah, exactly. So anyways, I don't know. I mean, COVID's a crazy, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Yeah. Um. So then IVF, what happened? So then they like, oh, they said to me, well, um, you can't come back until you have a positive test mm. or a negative. It would be negative, right? Yeah, negative. Negative test. Right, right, right. And I'm so like, they wanted you read, yeah. Well, it. it's supposed to. What we were told is it's supposed to stay in your system for three months. And I'm like, I can't wait three months to get an mm. egg retrieval. So, anyways, they signed off on it. They're like, no, you're fine. Um, you know, because hmm. it's like I don't I have. I wonder any- how soon the test shows negative. I don't know that. Well, because the like antibody tests antibodies would show, show positive. Yeah. Yes. For but that's not like the standard COVID test. Right. You know, that would just show that you had it in the past or whatever, like your body's yeah. built up antibodies. But because um, we were we've been in this know. like time crunch, uh, I was I was just so ready. I had all my medicine and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, they let me move forward and everything's been fine once mm-hmm. again, everybody. So um <laughs> I have not passed it along. There's no one I know that has gotten it that I've been in yeah, contact you didn't with. Actually no one. So um yeah, we we got to do our IVF stuff. So that was good. It's so good. Yeah. Just an egg retrieval, by the way. There's no surprise yeah. at the end of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Get your hopes up yet. <laughs> we did get, it was a positive transfer and we mm-hmm. got nine embryos. So good. So that was, that was very, very positive for so us. So amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we have officially 10 frozen babies and babies. That's what they call <laughs> 
M babies. Oh, M embryo babies. Embryo babies. M babies. Oh well. <laughs> it's like a different culture. Like oh, all the IVF stuff. I feel a, like it's there's a language. Lingo. Yep. There's lingo to be used. <laughs> I have ten frozen M babies. M babies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Robbie and I have some weird humor with with the embryos. <laughs> I know. I don't know if I even want to know what you guys think. <laughs> I feel like I've heard a couple. Things. You have heard Maybe. a couple about about giving giving, <laughs> giving them at Christmas frozen <laughs> putting them in necklaces. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, uh, but you have to have humor with this yeah, stuff. Yeah, it um, is. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, it's just like heavy. Yeah, oh, you don't it's want. So heavy. Yeah, <laughs> you either laugh or cry. Right, I mean, totally. I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm in it, so I feel yeah. like I'm okay yeah, to I say like you're, you make jokes. Say I don't know. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we have nine, ten, ten because we yeah, have one ten. from the last round, right. and there's no way we're having ten children. That does not mean that <laughs> at all. But we have a few that are AAs, which are yeah. like the best graded. <laughs> um, so I'm hoping if. I'm hoping we have one child out of the 10. At least if we do not, we are done. I I am not doing this for another couple of years. Um, I just, I I can't do it. So I'm already dreading the next transfer. So, but the retrieval was way better than that. So much better. That, yeah. Praise the Lord because. Remember that episode, the dark side of Abby. Yeah. That's what that was about. Yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. I mean, I ended up in that. It was like scary. Like it was dangerous for you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Robbie was pretty. Uh, he has PTSD from that. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh yeah, he was like, "Are you okay? Do Do you feel oh. better? Do you feel oh, right?" Yeah, was we it? got a huge fight. The- <laughs> day after the retrieval because he was asking me so many times and I'm like I don't remember how I felt the last like on the first day you know and it's definitely it's a painful process they they ended up retrieving 41 embryos or uh, sorry follicles and uh which is which is as if so if I explain it Mm -hmm. They take a needle and they poke your uterus 41 times then to Mm -hmm. take the follicle out. So if you think about that. It's more than poke. It's like they extract, right? Like they, yeah. Yeah. So taking something out there. You're putting wounds in your uterus. So um, it hurts. Like it bloats and it feels like there's little knives inside of you um, for a few days. But Mm -hmm. then like if you just keep on the salty Gatorade diet, then um, you're, you're okay. They gave me a lot more medications this time because I'm like pro, like oh, a hyper-stimulated person. I don't know what the mm. abbreviation is. <laughs> Anyways. Quite a term. I don't know. Hyper, <laughs> hyper over-stimulated. <laughs> I don't know. There's <laughs> a but, name for it. But anyways, so it went really well and that's that. So. We're on the right track. So good. <laughs> so Jossie has a lot to share now. <laughs> no, I I have like one thing to share and it's all a lot of things related to that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Tia alluded to it earlier. But on August 10th, 2020. <laughs> Drum roll, 2020s, <laughs> Our house got hit by a tornado. Yeah. Which is so crazy because I just never would have thought that a tornado would come through like the burbs, you know, right. and actually enough to like really damage things. But Lombard did get hit pretty hard, it yeah. feels like, of the surrounding areas. Cause like even the day of, like I drove to my parents and 
it just like there were some branches down, but yeah. it just did not look the same at all. Like in in our town, it was rough. So, um, yeah, I mean, we it was just a normal day. I think was it a was that a Monday? I it was I a Monday. Look. I think it was a Monday. It was um, Sunday. We put the deck. The okay. on the deck. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, so, yes. And so that's usually like food prep day for me and like, oh, you yeah. know, whatever. So I had had my like pans out to cut up some veggies and roast my veggies and stuff. And then um, and we just didn't even know that there was a storm coming. I don't know. Maybe we don't keep up with the weather like we should, but didn't know. So it was just a normal afternoon. Um, Violet was down for her nap. I think the boys, the boys were awake playing or whatever. It's about to get to cooking. And then Steve and I both got alerts on our phone. You know, he works from home. So he was there um, saying that there's a tornado warning. And we both were like, really? Like that seems odd, you know? And I feel like even growing up in this area, we would always do tornado drills and like nothing ever happened. Like, Never. I don't know, you would always, you know, they'd be like, there's a really, there's a tornado coming and we do the drills and we do like real, you know, like, I don't know, take shelter or whatever it is. And um, it just never amounted to anything. No. So, nope. but so that's kind of where we were at, to be honest. And we were kind of like, well, we'll just see what happens and we kind of were waiting it out and you know and then the power went out I think that was the next thing and Steve was still kind of like watching outside to see is it even windy is it any you know and it just seemed very still like nothing now I know apparently that before a tornado they say it's like there is like an eerie like quiet and calm and Never did I know that because, again, I've never been in a real tornado situation that like I'm aware of. Like the saying, the calm before the storm? Yes, like that's exactly. Real- <laughs> it was like a real thing. It's true. That's um, crazy. Yeah, so like no action outside. So Steve's like watching. And then, yeah, it just all happened really fast. I feel like then we heard the sirens and we had been kind of discussing like, do we go get Violet up from her nap? And if know anything about kids you know that you usually don't want to wake them up from a nap if you can help it right especially a baby so we were kind of putting that off like should it get violet let's just wait and see let's just wait and see and then and then all of a sudden it was like urgent like you yeah so you know the sirens went off steve like must have seen the wind picking up or something and he said go get violet and again the power was out so i went up or what did he say? Go get the baby. And then I went upstairs. I remember pretty vividly because it was kind of mm, traumatic, if you yeah. can imagine. Um, so I like ran upstairs and again, like did my normal, like try to flip on the light. So I obviously, so I could like find her. And then of course the power was out. I had like forgotten in the moment. So then I'm like literally like grasping in the darkness to like find her. And um I was like shaking at that point for sure. And then like I grabbed her and I was like, okay, okay, let's go. You know, and right at that moment, like uh, one of the tree, like major tree branches like fell into um, the kid's closet. So like where Violet was sleeping. Um, And so 
but I didn't even like realize, like I didn't see anything. So I, I heard something and then I just heard Steve's like hysterical voice call Mm. from downstairs. Are you okay? And then I like freaked out. Cause like Steve does never, does not freak out ever. Like, yeah, he's pretty calm. It's like almost like the opposite of <laughs> what you know you at what you would expect in some of those situations but i mean it's it's like good cuz he can like stay really calm and yeah. something like that but it was like he just you know he had lost it cuz he heard that tree fall and he knew it was like over on that side of the house so it was like i was going down the stairwell uh, like you know, heading that way when it fell. So it was like that side. And I don't know, it's just like crazy that it was all like Mm. super close. Um, So I just like ran down as fast as I could. And he was like waiting for me by the stairs and the boys had already gone down. So we all like went downstairs together. They had their snacks with them. So they were like happy for a while. But we, I think we just like, we lit candles. Steve had had the foresight to like bring a lighter down there or whatever. Um, you know, we lit some candles and we were just kind of like sitting in the corner down there, like away from the windows. And then like another tree like fell outside the window there, like soon after we got there. So it was just like all these like jumps Mm. of like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know? And yeah, and we were just like, what is even happening up there? You know, we didn't know if the house would be like standing. I I was picturing like, am I going to be like stranded underneath a bunch of rubble or something? Like, am I not going to be able to get out of here? Because I just didn't, we didn't really know like how bad it was going to be. And, you know, looking back now, they say that like our house, our house being as old as it was, is and built the way that it was built. It's like if it was a newer home, it would not have like made Whoa. it through the storm. Like our house like held up. So I like love that about it. Cause oh, I'm like, this wow. is so sturdy. Like the bones are so mm-hmm. good in this house. Um, Cause they wow. just like, they almost like over-engineered, I guess a lot of the houses back then. Um, it's from, Hopefully I don't get it wrong. I think it's like the 1920s, like the late 1920s. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it it's a great house. I'm very thankful for yeah, it. But yeah. it did stand up, kind of. Right. But um, basically there was a large tree like right next to the house that we, we had considered taking down for this very reason because we were like, if ever these branches fall, like they will fall in the kids' room and that's like freaky. But even, you know, like other trees in the yard also fell, like flew. I mean, they these things were like uprooted, like some trees yeah. and like um there were like daggers of like branches in the ground, like stuck in the ground to the point yes. where you could not pull it out. Yeah. Like that like is how strong. In. Yeah. Uh-huh. So insane. Um, Steve had spent the summer building a new deck for us, which had caused <sighs> fights and all sorts of things. Yes. It just had taken so much time and energy and just a lot from him. And he took a lot of pride in it. And it was so close to being done. Like he just had to put some like plates on the outside. um, Maybe paint a thing and do the railing. Yeah. And then it just came. It didn't come crashing down. Like, but it did get like, you know, I mean, it was. The beams were snapped. It's broken. Yeah, Yeah. The beams. Yeah. But it excuse me, you can technically still sit at our table out there, which is amazing that the table lasted. (laughs) This like old hand-me-down lawn table, whatever. The glass wasn't even shattered on it. No, it it wasn't. I don't know. Like, yeah, it must have just missed or I don't even know how that would have happened, honestly, because it came straight through the deck. So, (laughs) yeah. So, I mean, there are just multiple places that the trees came down. Um, Our main like living area, living room, 
the um, trees, tree branches had fallen. I mean, like our yard was, you saw it. Yeah, our yard, it Tia disaster. came and like helped us clean up. Um, and like, yeah, there were just branches I mean, the whole everywhere. yard was a tree. Yeah, it was like literally a yard full of tree Trees Huge and tree. branches, like trunk, like, yeah, just like crazy. I don't know. They, like If the there fold- had been a person there, like they would just have been gone. Like that wouldn't oh, have, you know what yeah, I mean? There's just flattened. I don't know. Yeah. Or <laughs> impaled or something. Yeah. It's just like crazy. <laughs> Not to get terrible, too gory, but um, <laughs> well, because- nobody was injured that I'm aware of in Lombard, but no, I don't know about uh, elsewhere. It was um, crazy though, driving to your neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, because we're 20 yeah. minutes from you yeah. and I was like texting you whoa that was a that was a lot of wind <laughs> you texted us right before and that's yeah. when steve and i were like maybe okay so there there is like a storm coming because we didn't even mm-hmm. have anything at that point uh-huh. when you texted us you just said crazy storm and yeah. it was like oh okay so there is something coming mm-hmm. i mean not that we didn't trust the other sirens and such but um you know but it didn't hit west chicago like it hit i mean yeah you guys yeah. Yeah. Actually yeah. had a tornado. It like came down our street kind of thing. Like, I don't know, the path of it, you could see, like, I don't know, a bunch of my friends after, like, in the neighborhood had texted me this, like, thing of, like, the, this was the tornado's route and what? it was, like, right through our street. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool to so, see. So, yeah. Yeah, maybe I can find it. Yeah, but That's, that's <laughs> crazy. I mean, it was crazy. Because, yeah, I think even then, we didn't, like, know it was a tornado until afterwards when it was like that was confirmed soon after that like yep that the was a tornado day, that came through no like they, that day oh they, yeah, yeah okay. that day I'm pretty sure oh yeah because you guys were on the news <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was the next day um, oh yeah I, yeah that was the next day for sure I mean it was a crazy 24 hours I mean after that I just feel like there was so we were still in the basement we didn't know exactly we knew like when the all clear was supposed to come mm-hmm. but it didn't like there was nothing alerting us to like, okay, yeah. come on up, you know? So Steve kept like going up to kind of check because it seemed like things were quieting down, but I'm like, can you? So I keep like calling up to him, you know, from the basement, like, yeah. please don't get hurt. And I'm just like, are you okay? What's going on? Right. You know, and he was just, all he was, all I could hear from up there was like, oh no, oh my gosh. Oh yeah. no. You know, like just walking through because like there's like water pouring into the living room and, um, and there was like, holds I mean he didn't even go like all the way upstairs because he wasn't really sure if like the structure was like okay or totally. something compromised so he you know through the in the kitchen he could see that like a branch had like come through the wall in the kitchen nook and then like in the um guest room through the roof like through the light fixture in there with the fan like all just straight through and then like shattering the glass also on the big window there um so yeah, that's like, that's the extent of the damage. And then upstairs, there's like more. I mean, a lot of just like the roof stuff and like, um, so yeah. So a lot of damage to the point where like we ended up not being able to stay in our house, obviously, well, especially with the children. Yeah, the, um, the kids mainly. You like, and Steve could probably do we, it. We could have, yeah. But like, I'd probably be afraid of like rodents or things <laughs> getting through, like squirrels. just jumping through the holes. You know what I mean? Like it's open. Yeah, um, totally. Especially the, the guest room, you know, that it's just- Yeah, but, the shattered um, window. Yeah. We came up finally, like Steve had kind of looked around. He's like, it's really bad, Josh. So like we, I came up with the kids and we kind of were just like, oh my goodness, what do we even do? 
And um, like some neighbors were offering to come help us. A couple guys in our neighborhood um, came over like young guys and were like helping Steve. Like they were like nailing in beams up on the roof so they could just stand on those so that they could tarp it. So that the water oh would stop, word. like like putting their lives yeah. at risk, you know. Like I swear, because it could have like collapsed. You don't. They didn't know, you know. And Steve, there was like at one point where he was like, I can't. I literally can't like step on that right now. Like he felt so like shaky. I think, and he was just like, literally, I cannot leave Jazzy with the kids with this. Like I can't like get injured right this now. Is I can't way like terrified die or whatever. You know, I don't right. know what he thought would happen, but yeah, like I this is too dangerous for me. So one of the other guys did, and it was just like such. I mean, we probably had 25 neighbors in our yard that day. Like, and a, a lot of people had had like some damage or like were affected and like saw a lot of, tra- a lot of houses were like, we're fine too. So, but ours like for sure got it really bad. So like people we did not even know came from like down the street around the corner, like heard that our house is bad, just came and started helping. Like, wow. and this is like in the middle of COVID too. So it was like, we, I mean, some people are wearing masks, some weren't and what I mean, it was like outdoors and whatever, but I just, it's almost like Steve and I always say like, we, we almost forgot about COVID for a while with this whole yeah. thing. Cause it was just so like traumatic and like became the biggest thing going on, you know? Oh, so COVID was like, course. Oh, is that happening still? Wait, do I, Oh, I have to wear a mask still. Okay, cool. That's happening still. Yeah. You know, cause this just was like on the forefront now. So, but those neighbors, I mean, I tell you, I just have never been so thankful for like such a great neighborhood and people who, yeah, who would like do that and who, yeah, did do that and just like showed up in in our time of need, you know? So- Way to go, um, Lombard. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah. I love them. (laughs) So, and same thing. So like, I was kind of like, I guess I got to get the kids out of here. So Steve's like working on the tarping and was just going to stay there and like- you know, I'm doing my typical, like, ask a million questions, of, like yeah. Steve of like, okay, so sh- should I go? Like, should I, you what know, I and do? he yeah. was like, I don't know. I don't. And I just knew he was like, he couldn't, he just had nothing to give at that point. You know, he was just like, and Aww. he's never in that place, you know, but it was just so overwhelming to mm. all of us. It was just like, I don't, I don't know what's happening. This is, crazy like never you know on a normal Monday planning to go to work the next day and I just we didn't expect this obviously so he was like I don't know so I just was like okay I'm just gonna make my decisions myself right now so I like got the kids as much as I could I was like okay I guess we're gonna stay somewhere else so Mm -hmm. the place that makes the most sense would be like just which my parents had already offered we're just gonna go to their house they have a lot of people in the house already but they're Mm -hmm. like willing to make accommodations for us. So let's just go there. The kids are comfortable there. They have a back and play there. They have, you know, like all the things that we would need. They have food, you know. I had just gone grocery shopping the day before. So something in me was unwilling after hauling all those groceries home to leave the groceries. So I'm backing up all the groceries. But anyway, so I had to put, I put the boys in the van and just turn on the van. Um, Cause it was like still raining out. So they're sitting in the van in their rain boots and I gave them the iPads and they had not even been on iPads for months, but cause we were like doing a technology, you know, fast or whatever. And it was like, 
Well, <laughs> it's iPad day. <laughs> to the point where Ronnie got bored on the iPad and wow. was like, I think I'm done with the iPad. And I'm like, you could just keep no. doing the iPad for a little longer, actually. Have you heard just- the word binge? Because <laughs> you're going to need to you do it. to put Netflix back on that <laughs> iPad for you? No. Um, so, and then Violet, I was like, I don't, I don't know what to do with her because I have to get this stuff together for them yeah. to actually stay. So our neighbor, Missy, down the street was like, so she's like, do you need anything? Do you need? I'm like, can you just take the baby? Like, it, she's never watched her before, but she's got kids and stuff. Yeah. And I, you know, trust her and whatever. And I just like grabbed, you know, I had like two like baby snack things and I was like, I'll just bring those, you know. And um, so I left those with her and and she took Violet for like as long as I needed. It ended up being, I don't even know how long. It's a blur, to be yeah. honest. Oh, totally. So I collected our things. Like trauma mode. (laughs) Including all the groceries. And (laughs) I packed up and we just left. So Steve like came and met us later. Um, so my sister Shauna moved out of her room for us so that we could stay in there with our family of five. It's a big room. And that was our first like few nights after. Um, and then from there we moved over and I did cook a lot of those groceries, I will say, but (laughs) some of them didn't, some didn't make it. Um, so yeah, but, um, it's such a silly thing too. Cause I feel like that, those are the things that I remember. Cause it's like in that moment, you are so, you've lost so much control. Mm. It's like, doggone it. I'm going to make the meals I planned for this week. You know, it was like the only thing that I had at that moment, if that makes sense. I just, you know, it was like, and I couldn't let it go, it, but it so seems so silly now. And I think I ha- I've had to learn like through this whole thing that like, I have to let things go. Mm. I have to let things go. I cannot be like putting all this pressure on myself to do things perfectly all the time and to um, save every food item and what, you know, like it, yes, ideally I don't throw food out. I never throw food out. You know, I try not to, but like, in this circumstance, yeah. you know, I had to remember, like, this is a special circumstance. It's okay. Just right. throw the food out. You know, yeah. like, if it goes bad, throw it out. Yeah. Um, but it's just, that's like a hard, was a hard thing for me to let go of. So little things like that that I remember. Um, so then we moved to an Airbnb in Wheaton. Really nice lady. Um, there, the house was just, like, not exactly ideal for us just because of, like, basically Violet because she's just little and like everything Mm -hmm. has to be kind of baby proofed and but it it's like a fond memory now when I look back Mm -hmm. even now and it hasn't been that long we were close to downtown Wien we got to go out to eat and stuff because food was just at that point just a mess like I don't know what I have and what I don't have and I can't cook and I I just can't and she didn't have that much in her house of like stuff that I usually would use so you how long were you there for we were there for um I think like 10 days or so in that house. Like we had done a weekend and then we extended it through Mm -hmm. the next week. So that worked out really nicely. She was just super kind and like generous with us, um, the homeowner. homeowner. And then our friends offered to have us stay in their house while they were on vacation for three weeks, Um, Will and Kelly. And that was just such a gift to us to be there and like you know in a house that's like more familiar because we'd been there before it's like we know them we kind of like we're learning their preferences and stuff and like and just honestly like I think I don't know if I told Kelly this but I feel like I like learned more about them you know and like learn to like appreciate things that like she she does like design and I just was like I just am noticing all these little things that you've you've done on purpose here like everything 
is intentional. Yeah. And I think that's like super cool. But I don't, you don't see that when you just visit someone's house. Yeah. If that makes sense. And she is talented. She's very well, talented. Like she needs to start her own interior design. Yeah. And I, she has done that in the past. I don't know if she's active, Like, but I may be girl, employing you need to do her it. for my new home projects. <laughs> Kelly, get on it. <laughs> so, but she's yeah. <laughs> I mean, so that, that was just such, mm-hmm. such a gift to, to be able to be there. Yeah. And, um, and then from there, we moved on to another Airbnb in Lombard, which is kind of our goal to like get back to Lombard. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is where we are currently. So we've been here it's very nice a little, and cozy. A little over two weeks, I want to say. Two weeks, or, yeah. And it kind of almost to three weeks. It's a blue house, like your blue it house. It is. It's I a blue that house like cute. ours. I know. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, there's a lot in this house that I just feel it feels familiar to me mm-hmm. for some reason. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Steve, one house that we lived in in Elmhurst, like before, oh, yeah. you know, it kind of reminds me of that. Like it, it has does. that feel of like kind of old, old school. It's an yep. old house. Like the floors are the similar to the floors and that the were over there. Are on the, the bedrooms are kind of, yep. And they're oh. like, it kind of like is longer than wider, but that's true. The living rooms in yeah, the front. The bathroom, over, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it was kind of like it, I don't know. It feels, it felt familiar. Yeah. I didn't think about that, but yeah. 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 <laughs> it's definitely like the Elm herself. So in that way, I feel like this has been such a good, cause like we saw the pictures of it and sure you don't know, but it was like, right. Oh, this looks nice. And this looks like it'll work. So let's mm-hmm. just go do this. So mm-hmm. insurance had booked this place for us for a couple months now. Um, and then we'll see, I guess what we need, but um, this has been, I just feel like I finally kind of like was able to relax a little bit yeah. Um, when we got in here because I just felt like I knew we wouldn't be moving again for a while at least. We're in our town. We're kind of like by our neighbors-ish. You know, we can like see people that and we can run to the house anytime to like get stuff, get stuff for the kids, which is like, you know, was one of my big stressors is like the weather's going to change. Like, what are my kids going to wear? You know, and it's like, when have I ever worried about that? I mean, actually, I do worry about stuff like that all the time because that's <laughs> who I am. But, <laughs> well, fearful, but now it's like literally yeah. like what if I don't have enough or I don't have what they need? And then it's so funny because you're in that space (laughs) of like, oh, finally, this is the disaster that I was expecting. And I'm like, I knew. This is worst nightmare, actually. It's so true. And like, literally, (laughs) I think like for a period of time after the tornado, I was like, huh, I... I'm not worried about anything. I did not worry. I had no fear. And it was actually so refreshing. Of course, my fears are back now. But like, I hadn't, I just was like, what else could happen? Like nothing, you know? And like, of course, there are worse things that could happen. Because I did not like lose a family member or something or like, you know, and I praise God for like sparing all of us through this whole thing. And like, totally, I had been praying that like God, I just had been feeling like God was going to somehow like, start dealing with my fear this mm. year. And <gasps> really? I felt like this was like the answer. I, I literally like <laughs> one of my things was just like, please like <laughs> be like gracious. Like don't take someone from me. Like that was really yeah. one of my things. And yeah. like, I feel like he did like allow this like horrible thing with, but like sparing like my sweet family, you know? And well, so you guys have had a lot of loss in the last couple not of years. That, yes, totally. Yeah. And we have lost family members and we've been through that, but totally. I was just kind of like, please don't, 
please don't like use it that way, you know? Yeah, and of course yeah. he can do whatever. And I know he always knows best, but it was just, I felt like it was a gracious thing. Cause I was like, my house, you can take my house. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, it just was so easy for me to kind of like release that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also like, yeah, just thinking about the kids and stuff. I'm like, dude, we made it through a tornado. We're going to be fine. You know, yeah. I, it's like the fears just kind of like disappeared for a while. And I was able, you know, I'm, I mean, still obviously li- was living with stress, et cetera, but, and still am, but yeah, I was just able to kind of like see that, wow, the things that I worry about on a daily basis are just not the important things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what's kind of been your biggest challenge into like feeling like many. you have a, li- <laughs> a little <laughs> bit of like you and I both are kind of I feel like ones and sixes are very similar in mm-hmm. the way of maybe we have different like reasons why we do things, but we like structure, we like control mm-hmm. because… Oh, totally. There's a lot of similarities. Either there's fears involved or I, I guess… Yeah, I guess… Yeah, it's just mm-hmm. lack of control or something. Like what is… What's that kind of been like for you or like the challenges yeah. for yourself? Yeah, I don't… I, I do feel like… The control thing is just every everything feels like out of out of my hands and out of really our hands with like even getting the house stuff done. Like nothing, no work has actually been started yet. A lot of plans have been made, but like nobody has like touched our house yet, unfortunately. It actually makes no sense to me. It is <laughs> October today. Yeah. yeah, it is. It's crazy. That's we weren't going to mention the date, but yeah. Oh, Good. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, it's October. <laughs> just forget dates. We said it before. Oh, yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> no, but it is. It's October and yeah, nothing has been done. So That's we, crazy. and we, our hope is like by Thanksgiving that we're back in our house and it may or may not yeah, materialize. Be a celebration. But yes, for well, sure. For like for the holidays birthday. and I know for, I know for Vi's birthday, which is coming up. I know. Um, my parents one. will probably host that at their house like <laughs> usual. That was a crazy thing too. Like Ronnie, we had Ronnie's birthday party, like in the midst of, we had moved (gasps) that day to Kelly and Will's and it was like mass chaos to like move a family of five. Just like, and I, we don't even have like all of our stuff with us, but it was just like, we kept accumulating more because we'd Mm -hmm. like grab a few things at the house. Like Steve would go back for work or whatever, just to work from a quiet spot in the basement. And then we'd like bring more back. And then we had like more each time to move with. Um, totally all the so toys we and- moved and then we did Ronnie's birthday party in the afternoon and then I can't remember I don't know all the things but it was just like, oh yeah so much oh my word on. so I think the control thing is a is a big one um, I'm trying to think of what else I yeah I think one thing has just been trying to give myself grace of like I'm not obviously doing this perfectly it's something that we talk about a lot on this podcast but like just being present, trying, trying the best that I can, but knowing like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm not perfect. Yes. I've shouted at my kids. Yes. I've made mistakes, Mm -hmm. you know, like this whole process. And I've been like on high stress mode for a lot of it. Um, and it's just, 
it is where we are. And I ha- and it's an opportunity for me to tell my kids I'm not perfect. And that's mm-hmm. why I need Jesus. And you yeah. are not Aww. perfect either. And mm-hmm. you do too. So <laughs> <laughs> you are clearly not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Just I'm at least better. Because I've had a few more years. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm not actually. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, like taking those moments. And I think like Steve and I keep saying, it's just we feel like our family's gotten closer through it, you know, because mm-hmm. we've just been through this this really big thing. And yeah. we're kind of like, Aww. we stick together, you know? Um, I love that. So, yeah, just personally, I don't know. It's There's so many things. But, um, but I think just going to counseling and being like in tune to my feelings and to like what the kind of like triggering things are and like really just learning that I have to, I have to let things go. Like I talked to Lori about this a few weeks ago. It was like, but I have my to-dos like still from before the tornado that I'm like, oh. like certain things I couldn't yeah. let go of. Like I had thank you notes to write. If I didn't send you a thank you, for I apologize for all the things that people have done for me. Like oh, when I, so from when I had a baby, honestly, I know oh. it's been like many months that like people made You're so many so meals good and, about that. I know I'm not because I don't do it anymore. I never do. Yeah, I'm but the like, fact not that it thankful. stresses you out to write, <laughs> I like don't think, I mean, I guess I don't, I don't write thank you. <laughs> Well, good. Don't start because no one's probably noticed and no one probably notices that I don't, but maybe some do. I actually have kept all of your things because I feel like they're always nice little letters, but that should definitely, um, you should let that go because I think everyone's okay. They're not. They're not staying up at night thinking about my thing. You know exactly. Please let that go. (laughs) Okay, that's one thing. Also, like. Steve and I were going to read a Bible, the Bible in a year. He's read a huge other translation, Robert Alter's like tr- whatever translation mm-hmm. of the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. And it has tons of notes that he's read. And so he's read ma- way more than me already. But I was just trying to finish my Bible reading in two years because I didn't get it done in yeah, one year. Yeah. And then now I'm like behind a month. So I think it was like, I was like telling Lori about all these things. I'm like, but I like, what about my Bible reading? And I just can't do anything. Yeah. And I can't like keep up. Like I just felt behind and behind. And like, everything's kind of like falling, like past out of my grip, you know? Yeah. So, um, and she was like, well, <laughs> you know, the perspective that she gave me was just like, your point in reading your Bible is to connect with God. So like, I think you need to stop worrying about checking your box off, you know, and like, are you connecting with him? And that's the question. So Mm -hmm. like, bring it back to like, what is this really about? You know, and Mm -hmm. what are, you Mm -hmm. know, and that goes for like my fears and all these things. What am I really afraid of? What am I, what, what has happened? What can I remind myself of that God has done? Like to like the minute details he has provided everything that I've needed mm-hmm. this whole season. And I, I'm i trying to think of specific examples, but it will be like, oh, we needed, we needed this particular item, like a raincoat or like a hat or something. And I'll be like, oh, I actually have one of those. Like whatever it was, like mm-hmm. things for the kids and stuff. And like, he'll like bring it to mind that like, oh, don't worry, you already have that. Don't, you don't need to stress yeah. about that, you know? Yeah. And it's like- all the things that I usually worry about, I need like 10 of these stacked up and all this stuff. And now I'm living with what? A 10th of what I own. Probably, I probably, I don't know, maybe less. And 
I'm doing just fine and the kids are doing just fine and they have everything they need. Mm -hmm. And I have a washer and dryer that I can use, you know, and everybody has been warm so far with the cool, cooler weather, you know? So it just puts it in perspective. Like I don't need half the things that I think I need. Yeah. Were you guys just, was it before, was it before that you heard that message on, um, simplicity? Yeah. Yeah. Was it before or after? Before. So we were already kind of like trying to think that way. (laughs) And now we're being forced to like live that way. And like, oh, this actually does work. You know, I actually, I don't need all the clothes in my closet. Like I could go back to my house, which I am probably going to do because we already have been getting rid of stuff um, whenever we can get over there, like without the kids, which is hard. But um, just to just getting rid of stuff. We like put a bunch of stuff on the curb. Like Steve got rid of furniture, all this stuff. He already had like cleared out his closet. And I, it took me longer because I'm like, but I might need it. And now I'm like, I have two dresses here, three dresses here. I've worn one, you know, (laughs) when it was warmer. Mm -hmm. I have like a handful of shirts, Mm -hmm. a handful of shorts and like a couple pairs of pants and my legging, you know, like, I don't know. Now that I'm listing it out, it kind of sounds like a lot, but it's like, (laughs) it's just not that much for our for totally. our, you know, weather and such. Um, and it's just, it's very freeing actually. So I'm, I'm looking forward to just going back and being like, I've lived without all of this for this long. I can let go of it. And I think that yeah. was like immediate when, when we left our house, I, I feel like there was some like detachment almost. Like mm. I was not thinking about our house. Like I didn't feel anything about our house. Now going back, I'm like, I do miss it here. I do love this house. Mm -hmm. But it was like, in that moment, it was like my family is safe and literally nothing else could get me down. Like nothing could change that I'm, you know, that we're fine. You know, this is all that I need. So yeah. Anyways. I love that. I mean, that's a crazy experience. (laughs) Like I actually don't know one person in my life who's gotten hit by a tornado. I don't think, maybe you, maybe I, I know I you, did but they didn't yeah. share the story. <laughs> right. I don't know, but <laughs> yeah, I just exactly. feel like this, it's, it's crazy. And like you said in the beginning, like it just doesn't happen in, in our area. Yeah. Like, right. You think of it in like a feel like a Kansas. You know, yeah. Kansas. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's where I've heard. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's a crazy thing. The Wizard of Oz or something. That's like what I think of. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, her story and she she learned a lot too she did too you know what (laughs) she watched that again no my kids are so scared to watch that those freaking monkeys flying around oh forgot about the monkeys and the witch okay all I showed my kids was a snippet of it that was the part where she says lions and tigers and bears oh my lions and tigers and bears and then the the costume lion jumps out and the kids were like, ah, that lion, he's going to get us. And I'm like, oh my goodness, he's a good guy. He's one of the main yeah. characters. You know, so I'm like, he is just creepy. Okay, though. he's, you he's know what? Creepy. Looking back, he did look kind of creepy. They were like, what's wrong with his face? And I'm like, <laughs> okay, what? And then I showed him the actor and they were like, fair enough. But, um, it's like, you know, he's all made up and whatever. But yeah, it's like, if you watch the clip, it's just so funny. Cause I'm like, okay, I can see how this is creepy now, but come on guys. It's a classic. Yeah. It's It's, a classic. They need to, and like Ollie loves lions, tigers, and bears. He's the best. Well, he loves lions and bears. Little lion ever. (laughs) I know. That's what I said. I was saying for Halloween. 
Uh, anyway, well, you got to stuff Violet in that costume. This <laughs> she's going to be. I know the girl lion. The girl lion. <laughs> I I actually have a from Steve. I think from Steve's boss. We have a Spider Man dress, like a oh. like a girl Spider Man <laughs> costume. I'm not sure if she. It might be Spider too big for woman? her, but we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're gonna try it, but Aww. anyways, we'll see. So cute. I know. There's like too many girl options now that I have that. Yeah. I'm like, that you oh, have a girl? this opens it. Yeah, like I don't yeah. want to just use the neutral ones. I want to be yeah. like a girly thing. Oh, totally. <laughs> Never thought I would There's be There's so that many way, cute but... things. For little... yeah. She could be a little unicorn. I you know. know. A little I lollipop. Know. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Cotton candy. <laughs> she be anything. Anything pink or purple. She'll be so cute. <laughs> oh, man. That is, I still can't even believe you guys are still doing it. And I was telling Robbie last night, like, I feel like I don't, I just don't understand why they haven't started on your, your house yet. You know I, what? Neither do we. Maybe I mean, you could call the guy up. No, we're, I don't, I actually don't know. Steve's been touching base with them regularly and trying. And it's like, it's a really hard position for him to be in, you know, to have to keep pushing and be the, really the only one who seems to care about when this happens, you know, but yeah. I know. I don't think I would be very nice. No. I, just, yeah. I feel like eventually it's like, uh, it's about to be winter yeah, and yeah. there's still holes in we'd my house. really like to be, you know what? That's a very good point. Yeah. Well, and yeah. we'd really like to be there for the holiday. Well, because this house I think is only available even till December at the latest and we haven't even booked it till then. So like someone else could technically book after like November 11th mm-hmm. or something. So. Well, pipes could freeze. Like there's a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. Yeah. So, yeah, it's time to be knocking on these contractors' doors. So, pray for us, okay? (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) No, I really, I believe, I I cannot imagine them taking that long. But, yeah, I just feel like for that to happen with three kids, I feel like it would would be different if it was just you guys. But having the kids, Mm -hmm. there's just, that is terrifying. Mm -hmm. Like what, what you guys have gone through. Do you feel like, you have fully like processed like almost like the trauma of the like the actual action of it like you and Steve or yeah I don't I don't know I guess I feel like you know like I said we've we've both still been going to our counselors and stuff and Mm -hmm. I know Steve like when he would hear a loud noise was like pretty jumpy because I think you know it obviously freaked him out and I don't know if I had that but I think just like I was carrying a lot of stress from Mm -hmm. it. And I think finally, like when we got to this house, like I said, like something just kind of like settled in me, like here, we're here for now. Mm -hmm. Um, And I do feel like a lot of that started to like come out at first. It was like this like stress reaction. And I was like on edge and all these things um, just like, and you know, Steve was out of town for a few days when we got here too. So I was like, I think anticipating that and like all those. So I was like, a ball of stress and Steve was just like, you, what is going on with you? But, um, but I do, I do feel like I've had like downtime to like, to process and to journal and to like be in the word. And like, we honestly, like Steve and I keep going back and forth with like, Mm -hmm. whatever we're reading in the Bible. It's like, I think this is for us, you know, like it just feels like everything is like coming to life, even like random passages from Ezekiel or whatever. (laughs) We're like never would have like occurred to me to to like apply this, you know, and it may or may not be. But to us, it's like an encouraging word, you know, for that 
for this time. Um, so I feel like that's just been kind of like robust as far as like what we've been like hearing in those ways. And I think that's just a gift mm-hmm. for us for this time, you know, but I think journaling, I just keep going back to it. Cause it's like, that is the thing for me. It's yeah. like, I, I get it all out on the paper and I, and I think I just realized with every journal entry, like I start out kind of like unsure. I start out like fearful. I'm kind of like laying it all out there, but I always like end like hopeful. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It just brings something. It brings like a centering to me. Yeah. Um. And by the end of my um, writing, it's usually like, but I have hope and I know that this is what God is doing and I know that he's going to be faithful or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's just like always my conclusion, but I feel like I have to get it out and mm-hmm. get it out, like get all the dirty, like hard feelings mm-hmm. out first. And then I kind of can come to, but this is what I know. Yeah. And like, and like, I feel like all the good feelings towards my family come out during those mm-hmm. times too. Cause it's like, I'm not going to journal like my kid was doing this today and whatever. Yeah. It's like, I, th- yeah, it's like the, the, the thankfulness where you're just like, well, I'm just grateful to have them and to be able to have seen this moment today. And like, yes, I had stress and yes, I was on edge for this time or whatever, but like, I don't know. It just brings me back to like, these are the important things. These are the moments that I'm experiencing right now. And, um, I finally got film for like that. Um, what is it? The Polaroid camera yeah, that, that Stevie got for- tonight. Yeah. So I just, I wish I had gotten film sooner, but I just was feeling like, you know what? We just need to like document these days. Cause these mm. are like memories that I feel like are going to stick with us. And this is yeah. going to be as weird as it is right now that we're like living in other people's houses. <laughs> this is going to be something that probably even I, Ollie may even remember some of it. Ronnie mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, this is a crazy time. Mm-hmm. Let's document it at least while That's we're at so it. And like, good. Well, yeah, I mean, you're going to look, this is, this is one of those, like, I wish we could all look at this, like, map of our life in the, Mm -hmm. just the monumental moments where it's like, okay, here's a pillar here, Mm -hmm. you know, where the tornado hit in 2020. (laughs) Exactly. I know. (laughs) On top of a pandemic. (laughs) And an election. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Yeah. (laughs) What's happening? So many things. So many things. Yeah. But it's so, it's so, it's. The Polaroid too. I feel like it just like already when you look at it, it's like you feel nostalgic. Like oh, <laughs> just looking at those pictures. Feeling. Yeah. You're it's, like, I don't know. It's like the lighting of the Polaroid or like however it develops. It's just like, it feels like, feels like home. It just feels, feels like so a, a memory home. was mm-hmm. just made even if it wasn't that great. But you know anyway. what? I need to go get a Polaroid. Because I want to <laughs> document, like I, I was even thinking with the house, like, you know, there's so many things that I was I was thinking, like, Robbie and I got a little sentimental, like, mm-hmm. last week when we're, like, pretty much making our house naked because mm-hmm. it's, like, can't even have a coffee pot on the counter. And I'm like, oh, my word, you know, this is really—this is getting real. This is getting a little—the feelings are happening. Yeah. I wanna uh-oh, run, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> panic. want to run from those sad feelings, but, like— I just I want to document it. It's mm-hmm. like this this house has so many. It's full of laughter and tears mm. and music and creativity and like games and parties and mm-hmm. 
there's so many things this house holds, but another, but there's things that it hasn't held yet. Like that Mm. I long for that we desire. And it's like, you just, Mm. you want to, you want to see, like, you want to remember that sweet, like your first home and like how it, how it made you, especially like as you get older, Mm -hmm. you just realize like time is just going really, really fast. Yeah. And I feel like once, I feel like once we got married, it was like time just also all of a sudden sped up, you know, Mm. but I'm so glad you're doing that. That's so good. I'm going to go get a Polaroid That just made me think of, I can't remember though exactly where it's found, but it was like a Bible passage where it was like, um, the temple was being rebuilt. They had just laid the foundation for the new temple and all the young people are like singing and rejoicing and like crying out, like so happy, like cheering basically. Yeah. And the old men who had like seen the destruction of the other temple had, were like weeping at seeing the new foundation laid. And I was like so touched by that, which something like, I don't even remember you know, I, I did write it down in my journal, guys. I can come back to the reference. But anyways, I was so touched by it because wow. I was just thinking the older you get, the more you've seen and the more that like every moment is like bittersweet. You know, there's like yeah. so much like hurt wow. and like and like pain that you carry. But there's also so much joy and like, ah, I don't know, so much life, you know, that you're you're mm. still living and you're still and like restoration, like with the temple. I don't know. So yeah. anyways. Wait, what, what? What part of the Bible is this? <laughs> I can't remember if it was Lamentations. No, it, it could have been Lamentations. I think it might have been before that. I I love that. I just I just feel like Let's there's moments in our life that we just it just goes it goes really fast. And I, I think I'm just like starting to get a little, you know, sentimental about all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like you're right, just Polaroids make it so <laughs> I don't know. They're sweet. I'll yeah. find it. We'll You'll post it in the it. show notes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that's a good note to end on. Yeah, I think so. Anything else? Any final I'm, I'm good. <laughs> My cheeks hurt. I've been laughing. I know. Too much laughing I on the verge of tears sometimes. It's, it's good, though. <laughs> It's been a little bit. Hopefully yeah. our next one isn't six yes. months Yeah. If now that we know that we can do like a mobile setup mm-hmm. a little bit here, yep. I think that will be better. Yep. So we'll see though. Yep. All right, folks. Hope you have a have a good I don't know. Hope your summer's well, been better. Hope your fall's better than our summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's time for pumpkins and apples. Hey, enjoy. And I know. I've been obsessed with the pumpkin flavor apple lately. Cider donuts. Huh? If you go out to that farm, you better bring me donuts. I will this bring time. donuts. Oh man, I can't remember the farm name. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, leave us a review.